Hey everyone and welcome back to The Hoist. You're tuning in with Chloe, one half of your Tuesday hosts. And joining us today from Sydney, we have artist Cody Stebbings, aka Chaos Emerald. Hey, how are you? What's been happening? I'm doing great. It's been a it's been an interesting release weekend, that's for sure, but uh, I'm riding the wave. Yeah, fantastic. Um so your stage name is Chaos Emerald. How did you get that name? So um, I'm a massive fan of Sonic the Hedgehog. I grew up loving the show and playing the games, uh, the Sonic X show, obviously. But um, yeah, I was channeling this interesting kind of sound that was bordering on video game music. And I, I was talking to my friend Tim Blunt, who's in a band called Funeral, and I was mentioning to them saying, I'm so stuck on a name for this new project. And I think I just rattled off something like, oh, yeah, it, I could name it something like dumb, like Chaos Emerald off the top of my head. And Tim looked at me being like, I think you've got the name right there, dude. And I just thought, actually, it just works. <laughs> like, yeah. I think um, it's a good encapsulation of the kind of music I'm making. And it's also me paying homage to my um my childhood influences of stuff I used to watch and play when I was growing up so that's where the name came about yeah absolutely because when I was listening to your debut single getting better I guess like I describe it as like quite like upbeat and syncopated um what's your like musical process like in terms of writing yeah writing and like recording um see interesting that because it changes every single time so, you know, a lot of the times I will just be making music, like without even thinking about the lyrics or how I'm going to turn it into an actual song. Uh, this came about because I was just in the midst of realizing that I felt like I'd wasted half a year not doing anything. And I decided to channel my frustrations into something that sounded like you had fed like your Sega console through a distortion pedal. So the process with this one was just making it sound as hyped up as possible with electronics and guitars and um, all these different components of music that I personally love and then writing my angsty little lyrics over the top of that. So usually my process is song first, lyrics last, but other times it can change depending on depending on the song and depending on my mood. Yeah, and what? sorry, what was the um, single about? Oh, Getting Better is about, it was um, midway last year when I wrote it. And it's when it was, it was around the time I realized I'd spent half a year of my life um, not working towards my goals, not achieving what I wanted to achieve. And I was so frustrated with myself being a musician, having not done anything like, or not having anything to show for it. Um, this song came about as a means to an end for that. Like I needed to kickstart something and I wanted to get back into writing music and performing music. And so um, this song came around as a result of that. Yeah, fantastic. And yeah, you were saying that you've got a very like electronic sort of indie sound. That's like the intention you're going for, I'm assuming. And like what genre would you classify your music in? Um, See, generically speaking, I'd call it hyperpop. But uh, it's got a bit of grunge in there. It's got electronic influences in there, like EDM, indie rock. It's got a mix of so much stuff. But uh, if we're going to condense it into the one genre, just to stick a label on it to make it easier for people, I'd I'd say hyperpop. Yeah, amazing. 
And do we see this single on an upcoming EP or should we like stay tuned for any more music coming soon? Definitely stay tuned for more music. Um, at the moment, I'm just going to be streamlining singles until I feel like I have a body of work that I can um, that I can release as an EP. But right now I'm just working on singles because I want each individual song to hold its own story and to have its own moment. And especially being a debut artist this early on, it's hard to tell where there is actually demand for an EP or for an album. So in the meantime, I'm just going to be working on singles and releasing singles until I know that there is demand for something else. Yeah, amazing. And um, if you if someone like came up to you and asked, like, who does your music sound like, who would you, like, compare your music to or, like, say who you would sound like? Well, my biggest influences right now would be 100 Gex, Besties, Dane, and Wave Racer. Those are probably the four artists right now that I um would say that I sound most like. Yeah, amazing. Um, and I watched your music video for Getting Better, which was released four days ago. Congrats on that. Um, what was Thank your you. filming, what was your um filming process like? So that was all done on an iPhone, and it came about because I wanted a completely DIY aesthetic. And I had looked back into videos by some of my like, you know, influencers such as Gabby Start and Hard Eyes, as well as like, so those are two other artists that I reckon I'd sound like. They would film videos with such a, yeah, like a DIY um, approach. Like Hard Eyes did stuff on an iPhone. Lots of other artists do stuff like that too. So I thought, screw it, I can do the same thing. So it was all done on an iPhone in and around Sydney's inner west with my partner Gabs and my best friend Sarah were helping me film it. And then it got to the point around two months before the song came out where I got all the footage, but I just could not stand the sight of myself, <laughs> like looking at it and just being like, I don't know if I can edit this and do it justice. So I um, tag teamed with my friend Max from Besties and I sent this up to him and I was just like, can you can you edit this? Do you see a direction with this? And he just understood the assignment. He sent me back influences after I'd sent him like my reference list. And he he just put such a great touch on it that I was that I always hoped that it would get, but I knew that I'd I probably wasn't capable enough in the video editing realm to do that. So he really did it justice and he made it better than I ever could. So that was the video process. So filmed on my iPhone by two of my best friends and then sent off to Max from Besties to edit it. And there you have the final product. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, obviously you're very creative. So um, do you enjoy like any other aspects of like creativity? Like are you working on like merch designs or like other music videos? Well, for other artists, I do enjoy being a session musician and I also do like helping other people write their music. It's a lot of fun. I love getting to work with other artists. Um, mainly though, I work as a publicist. So I help artists distribute their music out to the right places. I help it um, get picked up on by online outlets with radio, with Triple J and DSPs. So I help artists get the utmost potential out of their music. That's what I like doing as my well that's my job I love doing it but um yeah in terms of other creative outlets I I do write a lot like outside of music whether it's just like you know journal stuff or whether it's fiction I I do love to write a lot like that 
I did pick up on painting a bit uh, like what three years ago, but that's kind of slowed down a bit. But I do really enjoy creativity and finding outlets to express myself because um, I purely believe that everyone has a way of connecting with themselves deep down and finding a way to tap into like the utmost core of what they believe in and what they stand for. Like um, I always love that David Bowie uh, said that always remember that the reason you started working as an artist is because there's something inside of you that if you felt you could manifest it somehow, you could understand yourself more. So that's, I believe like creativity is a way of understanding yourself a little bit more. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, and you've got quite a large following on your TikTok. Um, what's your response has been like since releasing Getting Better or just in general with like social media and stuff? It's it's grown, which is great. That's obviously the main goal is to grow a fan base and to build numbers and to see people in a live space. So I'm really taken aback by how well the song has gone so far. There are a lot of people who I, I don't even know who are enjoying the song. And there are also people that I do know personally who I never thought would even like listen to it, but they but they love it. And it's so nice and rewarding to see that people actually do care about this. And obviously I've got Rick working on digital marketing and he's helping me out so much with growing followers and like making sure that my music and my videos are seen by the right people. So that's been great too. I've definitely seen the numbers go up and the fan base increase since release. So it's nice that I actually have a product to give to people now because the month leading up to it, trying to get people to to follow a project without anything to offer is so difficult. It's like you're relying on who you know. But now that I have a product out, I have the song out and a video out, it's so much um, the conversion rate is a lot higher of actually getting people to pay attention now that I have something to give to them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And do we expect to hear any more music from Chaos Emerald for the rest of the year or in the near future? Any gigs happening as well? Definitely going to be hearing some more music from me this year. I'm just planning out the release schedule, but most likely towards the second half of the year, you're going to be getting some more music from me. And for live gigs, yeah, I'm working that out at the moment. Most likely got dates coming up in June and July for some debut Chaos Emerald live shows. They're all in Sydney at the moment. But um, if anyone wants to bring me out to Melbourne, I'm I'm listening, I'm, e- I'm eager and I'm keen. Fantastic. Well, one last question. Vic and I were chatting about our favourite or like you know, what we listened to when we were um, growing up and Aussie icons. Do you have an Aussie icon that you really like? An Aussie icon that I listened to growing up? Um, it's not particularly one person. It's a whole band, but I'm going to I'm gonna say Tism. Love. I loved listening to Tism when I was younger. My mum had the Dariga Mortis CD in the car and we would listen to it when I was like five or six years old. And so... I, yeah, I was introduced to that as a very young age and then got disconnected from it. And then I rediscovered them again when I was a teenager and the weirdness in their music just spoke to me. And it's something that I've always enjoyed. It's been so, it's been so hard to get other people to like Tism because it's like, you just have to understand it. You just have to get the fact that they're just absolute weirdos making such like crackhead music. 
but it just works and I love it. And yeah, I got to see them live at Good Things last year and um, it was a nice full circle moment. I, had to, I told my parents and my grandparents been like, guess who I'm watching? And they were just like, oh my God, I didn't know they were still going. It's like, no, it was their first show in 18 years. So Tism were an Aussie, with some Aussie icons that I grew up loving. Yeah, unreal. Well, thank you so much, Cody, for joining us today. Uh, congratulations on Getting Better. And everyone, make sure you go check out Getting Better by <laughs> you Emerald. You sound, like my, you sound like my therapist. It's like, <laughs> congrats on Getting Better. <laughs> oh, thank you, though. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm so glad that you love the single. It means so much. Thank you.